Good afternoon. These are unprecedented times. We are just one of countless communities across the globe reeling from the impacts of COVID-19. But I am proud of and inspired by the strength and creativity I have seen throughout Madison and Dane County as people and organizations coalesce and support one another, particularly those who need the most during this difficult time. Over the past 10 days, Public Health Madison and Dane County and Governor Evers have issued orders to require social distancing in our community. You might wonder, why ask so much of people? What I can tell you is that the things we are asking you to do, stay home, cover your cough, limit contact with others, are the things we have to do to keep all of us from getting sick. If we don't prevent the spread of COVID-19 to one, if if we don't pre prevent people from spreading COVID-19 to one another, our healthcare systems will be overwhelmed. There may not be ho a hospital bed for all the people who need it, whether for COVID-19 or other illnesses, whether it's my mother or your grandfather or a friend or neighbor, we all need to take collective action to protect ourselves and each other. Over 1,800 tests have been run in Dane County so far and 70 have come back positive. And there are likely many other positives in our community that are not being tested. Over half the people who have tested positive in Dane County are in the 20 to 44 age group. This is likely due to the fact that many tests early on were from travelers and those in, who are of working age. We'll continue to look at these numbers and all of the data and share it with you. It's important to know that we're seeing people from all age groups test positive and everyone needs to take protective measures to keep themselves and their families safe. Emphasizing this is the fact that about a quarter, 25% of people with positive tests have no known risk factor. This means they have had no known exposure to someone with a positive test, no travel history, and no healthcare exposure. This proportion is increasing, and it tells us that community spread is happening. It also reinforces why it is important to stay home to reduce the opportunity for community spread. Every person who stays home makes it more difficult for COVID-19 to spread. When we look at how uh, Dane County compares, our data compares to places that saw COVID-19 earlier, we see similar patterns. Steady increases in identifying people with COVID-19 as testing ramps up. What is different is that Dane County has been able to learn from these other places and we implemented orders sooner rather than later. We are hopeful that putting these measures in place sooner than other communities who experience rapid increases in illness will have a positive impact, but it will take a while to see the results. In looking at our contact investigations, in the past week, we have seen those who have tested positive for the virus have increasingly fewer high-risk contacts outside the home. This is promising, and we can continue to reduce that risk by following stronger orders, such as the one that the governor will likely be releasing later this week. The data are constantly changing and we are committed to keeping the public up to date with the latest data through Public Health's website and social media channels. We are also working to develop a data dashboard with more real-time data and we'll let you know as soon as it's live. Working together is the only way to contain this virus and protect ourselves and our loved 
ones. We can and we will fight this together. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to County Executive Parisi. We should stand six feet apart. We should stand six feet apart. <laughs> we should both stand six feet apart. You and I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are demonstrating social distancing. Thank you very much. I'm County Executive Joe Parisi. I want to thank Janelle and everyone from Public Health for the amazing work that they're doing seven days a week, around the clock, working to keep our community safe. I'm here today also with the Mayor of Madison, with whom we work daily, hourly, through the weekend, um, and I thank her so much for her partnership. There's no doubt that these are perhaps the most challenging times faced by our generation. We know that many people are hurting and many people are scared. Please know we are here, working together to help everyone through this challenge. Every day, I see our community coming together like never before, rising to the occasion, working as a team, and watching out for our neighbors. Local government, the healthcare community, community organizations, and volunteers working to support our community as we take the necessary actions to fight the spread of the coronavirus. In Dane County, we've taken aggressive action to slow the spread. We know that aggressive action now will pay off later. Today, the governor informed us that stricter guidelines are likely to go into effect soon. This will be challenging, but necessary. It's also too important to remember that while guidelines will tighten, we will not shut down access to essential services. You will always be able to go to the grocery store, the pharmacy, the doctor, take your pet to the vet, get your broken furnace fixed. That will not change. You don't need and will never need to buy three months worth of groceries. When shopping, please remember that our neighbors need groceries too. There's plenty to go around as long as people don't hoard. Supply chains are strong. Bulk shopping is a sign that many people are scared. They're concerned for their families. And I get it, that's completely understandable. But as long as we watch out for each other, we will always have someone watching out for us. We want you to know that we are here, as are so many others, working round the clock to support you, to support everyone in our community. We thought we'd give you a little bit of an update. It's been a busy week, to say the least. It's getting hard to keep track of what day it is. On the county side and throughout the community, one of our main focus has been on people in vulnerable situations. At the Alliant Energy Center, the Exposition Hall is now a food distribution and packaging warehouse for Second Harvest. And we see food sites popping up across the county, be it sites that were food, that, that, that were food pantries to other sites. I've seen local churches come together to help provide food to people in their neighborhoods. And it's truly inspiring. Senior meals. When we looked at who would be most vulnerable, we had to watch out for many of our seniors who, 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 who go to senior centers and receive Meals on Wheels for a bulk of their nutrition. To put it in perspective, we usually serve about 3,000 meals community-wide to seniors at senior centers and on Meals on Wheels. Last week, our community delivered 3,700 meals, a 20% increase over the usual 
through staff and through volunteers. That's what our community is made of, and that's how we're taking care of our citizens. In the area of homelessness, there's been amazing work done, incredible work done over the last couple of weeks. We've secured close to 100 hotel rooms. We've moved families that were firmly experiencing homelessness into those rooms. We've, we've moved the most vulnerable singles who are experiencing homelessness into hotel rooms. And we're working in partnership with the city. And I want to give kudos to the city for the incredibly hard and good work they are doing, helping to identify other structures and buildings for us to extend homeless services to so that we can help people spread out even more and achieve the social distancing that is ideal. I want people to know also that as many people are needing to turn to food share and to unemployment benefits, that you do not have to go to the job center to apply for those. Unemployment and food share are available to be applied for online and over the phone, so you can do that in a safe way from your home. We also want people to know that our parks are open. When we look at the challenge we're in for the next few months, when we're going to be spending more and more of our time feeling isolated, it's good potentially feeling isolated because we're having to spend more time at home, less time in gatherings. It's okay to go outside. It's okay to take a walk in the park, your city park, your county park, your local park. Go for a bike ride. Enjoy a jog. Just practice social distancing even when you're outside. Um, but it's, it's, it's okay to do that. We're likely in for a challenging few months, but it will be... I'll try that again. That was a pretty loud muffler. We're likely in for a challenging few months, but it will be much less challenging if we go through this as a community. It will be much less challenging if we go through this as a community and remember that we're all on the same team. We will eventually be on the other side of this, and our journey there will be softened greatly if we realize that we're all in this together, and I have faith that we will. I've been thinking a lot about the World War II generation lately. Some of our parents, our grandparents, were part of this generation, and there's a reason they were called the greatest generation. They got through their experience by banding together, by working together, for watch, by what work, walk, excuse me, by watching out for each other, and we will do the same. I know this because I'm seeing it, protecting our vulnerable citizens, watching out for our elderly, watching out for our neighbors experiencing homelessness, watching out for our, for our friends who are experiencing food insecurity. I see it every day, this community rising to the occasion, seeing our community as one community. That's what our community is made of, and we'll get through this together. Thank you. I'm now going to hand it over to Mayor Rhodes Conway. Thank you, County Executive Parisi. Let me start by saying that my deepest sympathies go out to the families in Wisconsin who have lost loved ones to this virus. I want to thank the governor for taking further steps today to stress the seriousness of this situation. And I want to thank the County Executive for his continued partnership. Like so many other communities, the number of people with COVID-19 in Dane County is going up. At present, there are 70 people who have tested positive for COVID-19 in Dane County. The City of Madison has been working around the clock since before the first Dane County case was announced on February 5th 
to slow the transmission of the COVID-19 virus and protect our community. We are actively coordinating with school, county, state, and federal agencies to respond to the latest information and developments. I know that this has been a really difficult time for our entire community. And I want to say thank you to everyone in Madison and Dane County for everything you're doing to prevent the spread of this virus and to keep our community strong in the meantime. I want to share a few things that the city is doing to give some updates. We are in very close contact with our hospitals and healthcare systems. We're making sure that nurses and other healthcare professionals get to work on time via our Metro Transit system and that they have a place to park if they're driving. We're working on childcare options for essential workers, including hospital workers. We are working closely, as the county executive said, with the county and partner community organizations to reduce crowding in our homeless shelters and to provide food and shelter for our homeless residents to make sure that they are prepared and protected from this virus. The majority of city offices are closed to walk-up business and are providing their services via phone, email, and web. But we are innovating and delivering services in new ways. We instituted curbside voting on Friday, and you can request an absentee ballot for the April election online. And you can engage in, you can request that ballot or engage in curbside voting through April 3rd. Our city clerk's office is processing an astounding 36,000 absentee ballots. 36,000 absentee ballots. And we are trying to keep up. We definitely encourage everyone to either request an absentee ballot or to come engage in curbside voting through April 3rd. While our libraries are closed, we encourage folks to keep any library materials they may have at home until those libraries reopen because the book drops are closed as well. However, the library's databases, online magazines and newspapers, and downloadable audiobooks and ebook collections are accessible 24-7. And the library is planning to institute a virtual online library card, so stay tuned. I am incredibly grateful to the Madison Fire Department and the Madison Police Department who have been working hard to prepare and respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Fire Department is rapidly adapting to changing needs and they have implemented many internal social distancing policies and created protocols so members of the Fire Department are protected even though personal protective equipment is in short supply. We are asking people not to call 911 with questions about your health care. Please continue to call 911 in an actual emergency, but if you're looking for health advice, you need to call your health care provider directly. We need 911 to be available for actual emergencies. I also want to thank our incredibly dedicated Metro bus drivers who are continuing to drive our buses and make sure that transit, which is such an essential service for our community, continues to operate. We have implemented social distancing on our buses by limiting their capacity. We are doing, uh, taking additional steps to protect drivers every day, uh, but we need to keep this essential service running. 
this week we are down to a Saturday Plus service. So if you take the bus regularly, please check schedules. Services have changed, uh, but we are trying to get you where you need to go. And as we wait for federal and state support for our business community, we are partnering closely with the Greater Madison Chamber of Commerce, the Latino Chamber of Commerce, and the Black Chamber of Commerce to provide regular communication about COVID-19 updates, best practices for businesses to stay afloat during these difficult times, and a wide range of resources that is available to the business community. We're working with restaurants around the city to provide space for curbside pickup so they can keep cooking and we can keep eating in these difficult times. Here at the city, we have created a new flexible sick leave policy for our workers and I call on every single business in the city of Madison to do the same. Every worker in our community should have access to paid sick time. We are continuing to meet as a city council and we have a finance committee meeting today. We are trying to go electronic with all of our government meetings, so we'll see how that goes. Um, all of our non-essential committee meetings have been postponed and we ask for the public's patience while we find an online solution that can work for all of our committees. I want to remind people that the 2020 census is here and as we all practice social distancing, please take the opportunity to complete the census now from the comfort of your home. It's very important that everyone in Madison and Dane County be counted in the 2020 census. I also want to re-emphasize what the county executive said uh, with respect to food supply. The grocery stores are open today, they will be open tomorrow, and the day after that, and the day after that. There is no reason to hoard food. Stores are working hard to hire hundreds of new employees, including, I hope, some laid off restaurant workers, and to create pickup and delivery services so that you can get groceries at their curbsides as well. If you use the food pantries, the pantries do have food, but most of them are moving away from a client choice model to a prepackaged boxed pickup model. And I want to call on those among us who have some resources to share to think about making a donation to our local food pantries. And they are working hard to make sure that everybody in our community has food to eat. So if you are able to make a cash donation to our food pantries, I really encourage you to do so. Let me say again how much, how grateful I am to our entire community for pulling together as we face this pandemic. It's important that we all practice our social distancing, our good hand hygiene, keep things as clean as possible, and please stay home if you can. Reduce your risk and reduce our entire community's risk. We encourage you to stay up to date by following Public Health Madison-Dane County on Twitter, at Public Health MDC, and on Facebook, at Public Health MDC. You'll get the latest updates from what's happening um, on social media and online at Public Health Madison, Dane County. Thanks again, and let me just say in closing, 
Although you and the media are doing better at your social distancing, you're not there yet. So let's try and keep our six feet between us. And everybody stay healthy because we need the media to get the word out just as much as we need our other essential services. Thank you. I think all three of us would be able to take questions if you have any. The question is if um, restaurant workers are exempt under the governor's rules. Um, at the moment, we don't know what those orders are. And the current situation is that restaurants have been asked to go to um, pick up and take out only. And so we are trying to make it easier for them to do that by uh, giving them parking spaces in front of their storefronts so that people can pull up, get their order, and, and drive on. And we will see tomorrow what the governor's orders are. Other questions? website for DHS says 61. We have 70 cases as when I came down here today. Okay, so there were cases So again, we don't know what the governor's orders will look like. Um, at this point, we're focused on the, the travel, uh, the transit that we provide, but um, at the moment, we consider uh, metro transit and paratransit essential public services, and we will continue to provide them as long as we can. So I have repeatedly called on both landlords and the state to issue a moratorium on evictions and non-renewals. And this is not something that's in the power of either the city or the county. And I understand that the number of people that are housing insecure in our community is increasing daily, and it's of incredible concern. We are looking at what we can do to support people in this time, but I do call on every single landlord in the city of Madison, and I'll extend it to Dane County, uh, to put a, a self-imposed moratorium on evictions and non-renewals and to do everything you can to support your tenants in this difficult time, including deferring rent payments if that's an option. So the question is about how we're accommodating the homeless population. Um, we are actively working with the county and the state to identify appropriate sites to house all sorts of different populations um, that are homeless. Um, and we are doing that in part to achieve social distancing in the shelters, but in part to, as the county executive said, protect 
homeless folks that are particularly vulnerable to this disease. So they were a first priority for us, uh, and those folks should already be in hotel rooms at this point. Um, beyond that, um, I can't share details about specific facilities. We are still working that through with the county and the state and the homeless services providers. Any other questions? All right, thank you all for coming and standing out in the cold for us. Wash your hands, take care of yourselves, drink your water, stay warm. <laughs>